defeating the curse, recapping Nationals and Mets. At some point, we're going to have to come up with a uh, a name for this segment, Steve, I think, right? I said my, my mind's inside the Parker. Okay. That's such a bad idea. That's such a bad name. We have to come up with something. We we are original. We're capable of being original, right? I mean, this whole show is any original. Of, any of the names uh, takes us back to seventh grade, uh, uh, you know, trying to get with girls, okay? Trying to reach the... <laughs> oh. Covering the bases. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bases. let's welcome in Matt on that note. Matt's coming back to talk uh, some more Mets. Um, Matt, how are you? Happy Father's Day. Uh, happy Father's Day to you. Uh, I'm telling you, you guys are the worst friends I've ever heard of. <laughs> Calling a guy in after a series like this one to talk about his team. Uh, but yeah, happy to be back. It's good to have you. Let's do this, boys. All right, boys. The Nats go up to New York. I think they play in Queens and uh, take three of four. So here we are. Not much of a series. It was kind of boring, actually. Um, at least that was my impression. Steve? I mean, to be honest, I don't really know why Matt's on here, even though he's a nice guy and he knows a lot about baseball, because he's representing a team that's not relevant. And the only thing... <laughs> that the past four days proved to us is that the Mets are not serious contenders to the Nats. The Nats have no one that's going to threaten them. And then, you know, our bullpen is not uh, solved in any situation. Our bullpen is still awful. And I love Dusty's response the other day with the idea of, you know, how are you going to clean up the the bullpen? He said, we're just going to score a lot of runs. <laughs> and that's what we did this weekend. We just put up a lot of runs. Our, our, our lineup, is so it's just beast in, in every way. Trey Turner is just electric. He had four stolen bases today, uh, a franchise record. Our, our three, four, five. To be honest, Bryce Harper probably is hitting the fifth best on this team right now, and, and that's incredible. He's got an eleven-game hit streak going. So, uh, you know, Rendon is is hitting great. The the bats came out. Michael A. Taylor has been incredible, subbing in for Eaton, and then the starting pitching. I mean, you don't have a shot when Max is pitching the way Max is pitching over the past four or five starts. So he goes in and pitches, you know, eight innings. Strasburg does his thing, and, and, and Tanner and Gio are solid. And you come out with three out of four, and just the Mets just proved that th- there's no threat. And like I said, you go in to this series eight and a half games up, and I'm telling you, if, if you know, tonight we were talking and the Mets sweep the Nats and, and we're four and a half games up, then I am – but nervous right now and i am and 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 matt's doing jumping jacks and whatever else he's doing over there and he's excited and four and a half games and we're right back in it but that's just not what happened the nats took it to him they took it to them in new york they're up 10 and a half games potentially more in the next couple of days we got the marlins coming in or, or, or we're going to miami i don't know who the mets play but you know they're going to go into the all-star break with a double digit lead uh, uh against the mets so Nobody's contending. Uh, so you're not going to give them. You're not going to give them either, even a little bit of credit because the gap was closing before this series, and the Mets. Uh, I think they had pulled from 13 behind or 14 behind. It was down into nine or eight. Is that about right, Matt? I mean, they were closing the gap a little bit, right? I mean, yeah, eight and a half games. And listen, I mean, look, 
all credit to the Nats. I told you guys what I think of your team. He sounds defeated, doesn't uh, that he? Line. He sounds totally I do. defeated. I am defeated. It's, he I sounds defeated. totally I'm, defeated. It's, it's bad. I'm telling you guys. You can't even be happy about Daddy Day. I'm telling you guys, I got a one-year-old driving me crazy, and then I got to come on and talk about the, you know, the stupid Nats Mets series. Like, okay, like, listen, this all, all this basically boils down to is what could have been. Okay, I mean, at the beginning of spring training, I mean, this should have gone differently, right? We would match up Harvey against your Strasburg, and we'd match up Syndergaard against your Scherzer. Where and is just, Matt Harvey? Matt Harvey's busy, arm is bro. falling off, man. Yeah, I don't busy. know what is going on. Okay, like his arm is falling off. The guy can't throw a pitch over ninety miles. Okay, it's just listen. I'm look that Nats lineup. You're right. I mean, up and down that lineup. Daniel Murphy, please come back. All right, like forgive us for our sins and just come back to the. And he's who just posts photos of himself with living a much better life than you could have ever given him, okay? I mean, this is the worst-case scenario, the way this guy is just beating us, beating us every time. Look, love Trey Turner. I love watching the guy. He is electric. He is exciting. Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper. Daniel Rendon all of a sudden is deciding to play. Zimmerman is remembering how to play baseball. Who thought Zimmerman would be leading the league, Damn. okay, batting over 350? I mean, it's, it's insane. And I haven't started talking about one of the woes of the Mets. By the way, if you weren't paying attention, four more guys went down this week. Okay, I like it's it's insane. I don't know I feel like who the training is this LeBron staff James? is. There, but... Are we talking to LeBron James? Are you just going to complain <laughs> about injuries and how your team isn't stacked and you can't win? With, Absolutely, with you okay. know we're not a super team. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, not a okay. super team. We've never played for a super team. <laughs> I don't even know what that means personally. So, yeah, I, I mean, kudos to you guys. Uh, you know, Steve, I think last time you said it'd be a twenty game lead by the end of the season. It won't be twenty, but it'll probably be double digits at this rate. Like We're I don't I just there. don't halfway there. <laughs> I know. I just don't see I honestly went in with a little bit of hope. I was like, at least split the series. If not, you know, take three out of four. I, you're right. I would have been dancing over here. I'd have lost about a pound doing that, okay? But that's just not what happened. And uh, you know, this look, the only bright spot that came out of this entire series was Jacob DeGrom. Seems to have figured it out. Pitched a complete game. His last game came out, pitched eight strong today. Hit his first career home. That's the only bright spot we've got. Kudos. You guys won the weekend. You want to call yourselves Kings of Queens or Queens of Queens. I don't care what you call yourselves, but you own the Mets and you own Queens for right now. Okay. But the one thing I will say, it's a hundred games left in the season. That's what makes baseball impossible to watch, but yet also easy to love. Like you can, you can, throw a month away and still probably turn this thing around and compete but it's not even the Nats we're competing against right now it's that in nl west and we just can't i mean the rockies the the diamondbacks the dodgers they're killing it so uh yeah i'm just gonna sit here and bemoan for the next 15 minutes so you won't get anything positive from me <laughs> well steve what did i mean let's well, go, let's go my I wanna, job's done. <laughs> steve, <laughs> yeah you crushed his spirits um that's success <laughs> Um, let's talk about the pitching just a little bit. Um, what did you see? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll share my thoughts here just real quick. The studs are studs and, and, you know, and Dusty, you know, you already talked about what he said. Uh, we're, we're going to continue to win by just outscoring people. Um, but the Nats are going to have to do something here, right? I mean, this is, uh, the, this can't be even a, an intermediate solution. Obviously it's not a long-term solution. They have to do something. I'll, I'll tell you what the most alarming trend is. They put up this, um, the statistic, uh, you know, thing during the game, and three of our pitchers are in the top. I think it's top six or seven in number of pitches per game, and they are getting worked. Scherzer, Strasburg, and I think 
uh, Tanner, might be Geo, but definitely Scherzer and Strasburg are pitching well into, you know, 110, 150 pitches a game. That's way too much, especially on a, on a Strasburg arm, prone to injury, Tommy John. So that, to me, is actually a concerning thing. Yeah, they're pitching amazing. Our guys are so solid right now. I mean, top to bottom, Geo is giving you, you know, five, six innings of really, really good ball, and he's your number four pitcher. You know, Joe Ross today had a bit of a rough outing, but he hung in there and gave him a chance. He's had, he's had several uh, rough outings now. Joe, I mean, he's, he's a young guy. So, you know, he's your number five pitcher. And to be honest, on a lot of teams, he would be a number three pitcher. Um, so, you know, but again, when you get into the postseason and you get down to a three-man rotation, four-man rotation, I will put Strasburg, Scherzer, Tanner, and Geo versus anyone, including those Kershaw Dodgers uh, uh, starters. And, you know, we, I think we got the best rotation uh, in the game besides the Mets disabled list. <laughs> and that Mets disabled list is stacked when you get Harvey and Cindergard and DeGrom, uh, you know, when they're all on there. So, uh, you know, this is what the Mets were supposed to be, kind of pivoting towards the Mets and, and focusing on, on some of their crap. This is what they were supposed to be, uh, you know, when they stacked up all of those live arms. And, and look, we – held out Strasburg. I know I mean, we're talking three, four years ago now. We held out Strasburg after Tommy John surgery when we went to the playoffs. People were complaining about that. I know I'm pivoting here when you're talking about something else, but we, were, we, we held him out. Look at what not holding out Matt Harvey has done to him. I mean, he's finished. I mean, he, he looks really done, like, like Matt's saying. Fastball you know, is barely over 90 miles an hour. I mean, that's six or seven miles per hour less than what he's you know, normally pitching. So, you know, is is clearly... You know, Mike Rizzo's being proven right. I feel like there should always be a Rizzo uh, call in for me. Okay, every day I you, you called him out on the last podcast, so maybe don't hey, do that. Hey, <laughs> guys, dating a woman, a uh, different woman every Yo, night. Here okay? it comes. I appreciate <laughs> okay. that. It's respect. Uh, happy daddy day to him, and he might not even know it. All <laughs> uh, oh, the tangents. We're so, the king of tangents. Anyway. Back to look, your, your, yeah, go ahead, man. I'm, I'm, I'll just look. I think I think the 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 Nat starters did prove themselves better. Uh, better today, uh, better this weekend, right? But you know, here's you don't you talked about a short series. I think this is these are really your two problems that I foresee. Max Scherzer still gives up the long ball. The problem is he can give up, he can go seven, but he could give up two or three homers in that time. And so the problem is if you get a team that's hot, let's say you're facing the Cubs, they get their bat on a couple of his pitches, you might lose a two one game because Scherzer can't keep them. He's given up, I think, I think something like 12 home runs already this year. Okay, it's a short season. I mean, it's thus far, and that's a lot of home runs to give up. So that's always been his problem, but that's something you got to look out for. Strasburg, it's going to come down to can he stay healthy or not. I mean, his stuff has always been nasty from the from the time he was drafted. Everybody was waiting for this guy to come up. He had he had that moment, like you know, he had that game. I think early on in his career, everybody saw what this guy could be, and he's turning into that guy. But you got to keep him healthy, man. And you're you're dealing with a two double edged sword here. These guys are giving you seven eight innings, and it's great. But to your point, what's that going to look like in September, October? That's really the only problem I foresee with the Nets. I agree. If you go short series with your three, yeah, maybe you don't want to see Clayton Kershaw twice, but they don't want to see Max Scherzer twice. They definitely don't want to see Strasburg twice. So I think as it comes to the Nets and, again, that lineup, I mean, as long as you can protect, continue to – as long as Harper and Murphy are protecting each other, man, and, and the, what Rendon is doing and Zimmerman's doing – um, you guys are playing a fun brand of baseball right now, honestly. And, and uh, you know, you, you have me enticed. I'm going to Nats Park, man. I want, I want to watch. I want to see. 
what make good baseball, baseball looks like. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Bryce Harper, man, get me a shirt. Let's do it. I'm, I'm down with Harper, man, and I'm down with with all you guys are doing. But I told you, I think the Nats, I think they could be in the World Series this year, and I, they've done nothing else but sort of prove me right in that regard. But you've got to get this arm situation at least, you know, uh, leveraged, <laughs> you know, uh, hedged because um, the more you work these guys, the harder your bullpen is. I mean, we've seen playoff baseball. It comes down to who's closing your games in the end, and um, so I, that's one thing you guys need to shore up before the trade deadline, I think. Matt, where do the Mets go from here? Uh, I know the, the Nationals, I think, are headed to Miami, but where, where are the Mets going from here? Uh, Mets are going out to L.A. So, I mean, I don't know who they pissed off in the National League office, right? But uh, just so their last series were the Cubs, the, the Nats, and the Dodgers, right? All three were playoff teams along with the Mets and Giants last year. So somebody they, they pissed off somebody. <laughs> okay, Somebody's really mad at them. Uh, they're going out to LA. They're, I think they're going to see Kershaw. I think they're going to see that that formidable lineup. Um, so West Coast trips are never fun for the Mets. Although last couple of years they had some pretty good ones. I think they went maybe eight and two on the last one. They've done fairly well. Um, so I'm not ten, expecting so, much. So ten games are going to become fifteen, real quick. Yep. Uh, I mean, if you well, you guys are playing the Marlins I, again. Like I said last time, be careful of the Marlins. I think they are a fun young team. They've got some bats. If your pitchers aren't on for a night. You know, you you might you might come out of there potentially. What you're playing three, so you might go two and one. But the Marlins, the Marlins have something to play for, and it's pride, and they want to showcase sort of their young team. But yeah, the, I, your gap, your your lead is probably. I think it stays where it is by the end of the month. I think they be the Mets have to consider. Can't believe I'm saying this, but they have to consider selling on the season at some point. Yeah. You know, they got some pieces. Uh, I mean, Jay Bruce has been an All Star. He's been playing All Star level. Uh, I actually was one of those who said, don't trade him. And he's proven me right again. Uh, but I think if you can get something back for him for next season, maybe you do that. Or maybe you keep him on and see if you can't sign him long term and try to take a stab at it again next year. Hope your arms are healthy. Um, they got they got some good young players. Uh, Ahmed Rosario is like one of the top three, uh, what do you call them, prospects in the minor leagues. I think that kid needs to come up, get some playing time. They got Dominic Smith at first base. Lucas Dude is going to go down at some point again this year. Bring bring up the kids, give them a chance. Um, yeah, ride ride Mats and Lugo and Degrom and Gesellman. See where we are in August when Syndergaard comes up. Who knows? And and just pray that Harvey's arm. I don't know. That somebody could. Uh, nobody uh, knows what thoracic ship, outlook. That syndrome. ship is sailed. <laughs> that one's done. What, what is what, what is the uh, rule on bringing Matt back for the podcast? Because I like having him, but we should have a slaughter rule. Once they get up by twenty games, we can't have. <laughs> he's got to pivot towards a different. Well, thing. I was just about to ask him. The, the the Mets are competitive. If like uh, it's the only question I can think to ask you. What? How do they be? How do they just make themselves more competitive? Honestly, I so I, the I mean, youth it's a great question. The, the youth movement ain't going to make them more competitive. It's going to give no, you no, no, no. I, I, I think bringing up those guys. I think Ahmed Rosario can come in and contribute quickly. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the offense actually isn't the problem. It's the health, right? Um, Neil Walker, their, their second baseman went out. Their backup center fielder went out. One of their starting pitchers is out. Right? The Mets can be competitive if they're healthy. Like honestly, I like I hate beating this drum, but if Cespedes can play six to seven, six five to six games a week. Right now he's resting every other game. The guy had a four-hit game yesterday with a home run or a three-hit game yesterday, and then he sits today. Like the problem is, and they won today and they lost yesterday, right? But 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 that goes to my point. Like yes, you got to get these guys playing time, but you need your starters to start. And right now, we're just not doing that. 
But I think 10 games with the way the Nats are playing, I don't see it decreasing, but it'll at least keep them competitive. I think they can play a little better than 500 ball, but that might not be enough this year. Will they get passed by the Phillies? <laughs> and they already Come passed on. the Marlins. I think the Marlins are in second place right now. Tied. We're, we're, tied. we're talking, we're talking <laughs> to a third-place team here. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still tied at 10.5 back for whatever solace that brings, right? Stevie, but, uh, Stevie let, me go to, yeah. let, me, let me switch over to you. Um, the Nationals... Are we going to talk about Jeff Sessions? I'd love to talk about it. Steve, every week every week you throw me one of these curveballs. I'm ready to go. You know I'm ready to go. Uh, we, need a, we need a separate podcast for all things uh, DC happenings. Um, but I, let me throw you a hypothetical. The Nats lose the division if. If their plane crashes, bro. There's nothing. Yeah, else. There's no way. <laughs> if, uh, I was going to say if David Stern becomes commissioner. <laughs> Look, I just, yeah, that's, that's just not. Uh, a scenario that I force. Look, to be honest, like that's not the goal, though. I mean, mean, the goal is not to win the division. So that's what I love about this team. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if I ask you the World Series question, you're going to give me a hard time. Oh, it's a stupid question. And if I ask you some other hypothetical, you tell me that's stupid, too. So why don't you ask yourself a question and then answer it? (laughs) No, let let me explain something to Matt because your brain may not be capable of understanding this. What I say about the World Series question is... You can't say, are they going to make the World Series or not? What I say is, they're going to win the division. They are going to be a contender. And once you get into the playoffs and Major League Baseball, anything can happen. Like I was saying, when you face Clayton Kershaw three times in a five-game, seven-game series, all bets are off at that point. So it's stupid for me to just sit here and pontificate and say, oh, yeah, they're definitely going to make the uh, the World Series. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, uh, Strasburg could blow his arm like – Baseball playoffs. That's why they are potentially the best playoffs uh, that I, I, I that we have in pro sports. Stanley Cup, but nobody yeah, the, watches the, the, the NHL. <laughs> nobody watches. Nobody right, watches. But, yeah, but. I'm not white yeah. enough to watch that. Yeah, yeah. It's too <laughs> uh, so I, I, that's all, all I'm saying is they're going to win the division. They are don't they going to trade for a closer? Yeah, hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Who absolutely, is it going to no be? Doubt. I don't know yet. Where's your and boy Chapman? What team does he play for now? He plays for the he's Yankees. He's back on the Yankees. But he's not for sale, and neither is Kenley James. $80 million contract. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, the big guys, like the the, the big namers, um, which, by the way, speaking of closer, we didn't sign Mark Melanson last season. People gave Rizzo hell. Melanson just gave up his, like, a, a fifth or sixth blown save of the season, and he's pitching terribly in San Francisco, and he went back for a fat contract. So, uh, you know, can we stop doubting Rizzo? Just give him some time. He's going to make a move before the trade deadline. He's not going to hurry. And this weekend is a great example of why he doesn't need to hurry. Because there is no one that's going to compete with the, the, the Nats for the division. So You know who I could see them? I could see them going maybe after Kelvin Herrera of the Royals. You know, guys, if they become sellers. Stuff. Well, they, yes. I mean, I don't, I don't see them compete. Although AL Central might be uh, the, the Indians and the way the Twins are playing. Uh, the Royals actually... You know, I thought they had a larger window than they've actually proven to have. I think the loss of Ben Zobris was huge for them. But mm-hmm. but I think that's a guy that they need. They need a guy like that that they can at least depend on. He's uh, got about 15 saves right now, you know, probably. Because to be honest with you, a lot of the save leaders are actually on good teams this year, which typically isn't the case. There's always one or yeah. two that are available. So, Well, I'll, um, I'll tell yeah. you this, Matt. I don't think it's just one move. I don't think oh, it's it, just a yeah. closer. I think they need a middle reliever. I think they need a couple of pieces. And I think... Uh, Rizzo knows that. I think Dusty knows. I mean, Dusty literally has just thrown up his hands and said, I can't do anything else. 
with the yeah. people that you've given me. And he's tried everything, literally everything, and nothing has worked. And, so, and I'm telling you, I mean, it's why, there's, there, you might bring up somebody from the mind. The bullpen is both well, it's we, probably we, your best and worst problem to have, right? Because, like, it, it, it's not, you know, you if your starters are doing their job, their exposure is one or two innings, right? I yeah. mean, so, but it's it's protecting the starters, which is something you need to think about. And so, therefore, your exposure is 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 escalated and elevated. So, I think, yeah, you you might find a gem in the minor leagues and bring him up and be able to pick up a, a third of an inning or two-thirds of an inning every two or three games. But, yeah, you're going to need something more sure. Um, and they're out there, and I think it'll be clear who's selling and who's not. Uh, hey, I'm telling the Mets have Addison Reed right now, and and who knows? He might be he might be available come the end, of, and and I think he might be a um, a good fit. So, all right, boys, know. I want to I want to get out on one one last question in here. Um, I'll go Matt, and then we'll go to Steve. Matt, give me one team you're watching that's not the Mets or the Nats, and why. The Astros are playing some really – they're obvious choice, right? They've got the best record in He's baseball. He's going AL. Like, this guy's going to yeah. World Series. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I'll give you an NL team too. But actually, so uh, in the AL, the Astros are playing great, great baseball. They're fun, and they've done it the right way. Similar to the Nets, you know, they stunk for 10 years. But they really – I mean, they drafted well. They've traded well. They've made great moves. And it's all kind of coming out the way – like. It's almost like the Golden State Warriors of, of Major League Baseball. So definitely keep your eye on the Astros. They're playing fun. I I, I can't wait to see that Astros Indian uh, Series A. A-O. Andy Pettit is the pitcher there, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, and Roger Clemens. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Stevie, um, Stevie, give me give me one team you're watching and why. I um, I'll tell you a, a team that's not in the playoffs right now that terrifies me if they get in. You never bet against the defending champs. If the Cubs can find a way to sneak in, that lineup. I know they haven't been hitting the way they're supposed to be, and I know, uh, you know, their pitching is is struggling. But you know, you never bet against the champs, and they got enough firepower on that team, uh, yeah. and and enough young guys to to really just get in. And I, like I said, when you get into the play playoffs, anything goes, especially a team with experience and a team who knows how to win. But Joe, that, yeah, that NL Central is weak, so I could see the Cubs coming back. Mm-hmm. Madden's. Madden's going to tinker until he gets it right. He's got Rizzo batting leadoff. I mean, that's so, yeah, the Cubs are always fun to just see what Madden's going to do. And the Rockies in the NL West, they are fun, man. That lineup is dangerous. And nobody, you don't want to send any pitching staff to Colorado to face mm-hmm. that team. So you better hope if you get into the playoffs, you're not playing Colorado because those guys can rake it, man. Joe, Joe, let me, um, on a different note, can I be serious for a second? Can I, can, am I allowed to be you serious on this podcast? I'm sure. I'll tell you. <laughs> The best thing that happened at Nats Park over the last week was Thursday night. Me and my son took my three-year-old to the congressional baseball game, went last minute, spur of the moment, got a $10 ticket. One of the best experiences I've ever had. It was an awesome time. Well, tell everybody about it. I, I, had, uh, I had quite a few friends that were there. I, got, I saw a lot of pictures, but uh, why don't you uh, give us a little recap? What happened? Well, I mean, I, I, I hope everyone knows that the day before there was a shooting. at. So it's a congressional baseball game. It's played. Every year since 1909, Republicans, Democrats, it's a big thing here in the Beltway in D.C. Uh, it's one of those, you know, bipartisan, one of those very few events where politicians get together, they do something fun, they raise a ton of money for some really great causes, which is cool. And then, of course, everyone knows there was some lunatic the day before, went to a Republican practice and took out uh, a couple of people. It didn't kill anyone, thankfully, but Steve Scalise, the majority whip, uh, was cr- is still in critical condition as we do this. And it was a big deal here, and of course, it's a big deal across the nation. So I'll tell you what, that game last year, I live across the street from the park, 
That game last year had about 15,000 people. On Thursday night, there was 24,900 people that were at that game. It was really, really cool. The president uh, you know, did a nice video message. I was hoping he was going to be there. That's actually uh, one of the things that I thought. But I, I, I saw Ivanka. Ivanka was on the screen. And you never apologize for seeing Ivanka. <laughs> you can never be too upset when you see Ivanka. Um, but it was great. My three-year-old totally was just taking it in. I could tell. It was, a, it was an emotional moment. I think it was really cool. I sat on the Democrats. I just just happened to because it was the shady side. Um, and no pun intended on that one, right? <laughs> you stole the joke right out of my mouth. It, it, it was. Uh, is it even? Is it competitive baseball? Like, are they overhand throwing and everything? No, no, no. We, we left after the second inning and got some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, very it, cool it, DC moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. That is one of those unique DC things, you know. As a New York guy, um, you know that I can kind of appreciate. Like, we don't we don't have that. Uh, be honest with you, I didn't even know it was a thing, right? But then, you know, yeah. obviously, I was like, "Oh, wow, that's pretty cool." Congressional baseball game. So there are some unique DC things, and I mean, I've been here a few years now, so trying to le- learn the ways and and uh, so yeah, I definitely appreciate it. I'm glad you brought that up because it was uh, it was a scary moment. I know my office is is just a couple miles from where that shooting happened, so uh, it did hit close to home. And I hope everybody recovers well. And uh, yeah, I mean, but it's nice to see us put aside our politics for a while. Uh, for what is uh, supposed to be just a fun moment, and uh, so I'm glad about? you got we, to we, go. We put our politics aside every time we do one of these shows. <laughs> that's why. That's uh, why no, Steve. For us, uh, yeah, I'm talking those, about the those digs that Steve throws at me. Yeah. They're that's why me and Joe can still be friends. <laughs> that's right. Until until fantasy football season starts, oh. and then and then it's over. But uh, well, Matt, thank you again for joining us on Father's Day. Um, thanks for coming on. Uh, it was good to have you, Stevie. Thanks for coming on. As always, this was great. Um, any any final thoughts? Steve's uh, Steve looks like you're you're dipping over there. I got my pistachios. <laughs> okay, ready for some Sunday night baseball. All righty, Matt. Thanks for coming <laughs> on. Any final words? Uh, yeah, just don't do this again, guys. I, I mean, I love coming <laughs> on, but let's not talk Mets and Nats. I just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not on Father's Day, man. Give me a day, right? Uh, anyway, uh, no, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I would love to come on again. It's a lot of fun for me. So thanks. Thank you, boys. This was good. Thank you very much. Go Nats. Until next time, we are out. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get rich.